0: Welcome to episode 126 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. And I'm your host Dave Ginsburg. My co-host Warren Sklars here. How you doing, Warren? Sunday. I'm doing well. Uh, yeah, we've football. made this a, a regular Sunday. Yeah, but actually, and, um, this, this actually works out good because it's Thanksgiving coming up. We'll make this the Thanksgiving episode. So my wife, my my wife decided to put the Christmas stuff up today and. Oh.
1: Uh, It's a pre-lit tree and one row of the lights wouldn't go on. And my son and I are like, it's fine. You can't even notice my wife flipped out. (laughs) So they went out to get a tree. So here's
0: like war scores of be fighting with trees
1: over there.
0: But but I'm glad to have back on the show, Mr. Jeff Gamet. How are you doing, Jeff?
2: I'm doing well. And thanks for having me back. It's, it's always fun to get to hang out with both of you.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. We, uh, uh, we, we really wanted to be talking about uh, this week. Uh, you had a little bit of some fun on social media and the HomePod. So we'll save that when we get when we get to that our segment here on the HomePod. I, I also have a HomePod Mini and I'm, I'm at the home mini and we're gonna you might even get a little demo here so stay tuned here while we uh, we we talk about that and then uh we've got uh, some tips i found that we're going to go through and beta of course is always happening this week and lots of other things to talk about so but uh, first let's uh talk a little bit about the news of this past week and it's always fun to find things to talk about uh First story was up on Mac Rumors. So uh, the Xbox Series X controller support is coming to the Apple devices. Apple and Microsoft are working on a, adding support for the Xbox Series X controller uh, to Apple devices. Uh, in That was actual Apple support page spotted uh, by a Reddit, u- Reddit user uh, the support page says that uh, the controller uh, will be controlled by Bluetooth. Uh, and, and I'm going to, i going under the anticipation. That it'll support games on the Apple TV. Um, maybe even Apple arcade. That would be interesting. Do it on your iPad with the Apple arcade, uh, or any of that kind of stuff. No mention of Sony PlayStation five, unfortunately. And I'm not a game gamer. So I don't know if I mean why I'm saying, unfortunately, because I don't have a, I don't have a, uh, an Xbox or a, a PlayStation. Uh, Jeff, what'd you think? Um,
2: well, to me, this says that that Apple is at least getting a little more serious about being in the gaming space, because the more controllers that you support uh, natively and easily, yep. the the more likely you are to have people playing your games. Um, uh, I I did the Apple Arcade subscription for a while and. Uh, and, and I was playing enough that that I went out and bought whichever Xbox controller supported on Apple TV, okay. which shows you how how uh, much of a gamer I am because I can't <laughs> remember what it's called, but I've got it, <laughs> and yeah. uh, and you know it's you know great. So I'm assuming that this Xbox Series X controller is better in. Uh, it's just better than what, what I currently have. So that should make uh, uh serious gamers happy.
0: Gosh, I got I go back in mean, my, my closet. I have an old Xbox, Xbox 360 sitting and dusting away. I probably know you want to try to like dump it somehow. Someone might buy it for like 50 bucks or something, uh, but I had those controllers too. So yeah, it's I uh, I haven't, I, that just shows you how much I, last time I had a, a gaming console. So uh, Warren, did you have any thoughts on this? Uh, yeah. Uh, I ordered uh Finally got the new Xbox for my son
1: for Christmas. why uh, okay. uh, I had him in stock, so I got it. So he's going to get it for Christmas. I could play with it, uh, see how it goes uh, with the new controller. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, Microsoft and uh, Apple seem to be getting along in that space. To, they're allowing seems the, like it. the Xbox streaming service uh, to to come to iOS, which would be fu- uh, cool. Um, and somebody asked uh, somebody asked a question. Want to chat some into? Since you could kind of almost sideload an IPA file now from iOS, yep, we're wondering if you could, when this Xbox streaming thing comes out, can you sideload the IPA file
0: of the Xbox streaming app onto your Mac hmm. and play it? We'll find out. It's going to be interesting to see when we'll find out for sure. Yeah. Um, and the um, next story we had here, we're, uh, there is a... A story already talking about iOS 15, which is probably about a year away from now, but I thought interesting that this kind of talk about this this was on apple insider the original se and the iphone 6s will could be left behind on ios 15 and i'm not totally surprised at all here and uh, uh ios 14 and ipad os 14 may be able to uh, use on uh, may able to use on ios 15 the report claims but apple is planning to end operating system updates for the iphone 6 series and the iphone se original on its next update in 2021 um by no means is this a, is this a surprising at all, although they still have been doing updates to uh, iOS 12 because, you know, you have old, older devices like the 6 and the 5S that are still supported under iOS 12. They've been adding patches, which is... I'll, I commend Apple for supporting that. Uh, Warren, what do you think on this?
1: Well, iOS 15 will definitely come out next year, probably in June, I would say. Right. With WWDC. June at the de- developer, yep. Um, and I think... Probably time. I think the phone's probably five or six years old at this point. Yeah. Uh, so it is what it is. Um, with the 6S right now, is uh, it is, uh, is the six compatible with fourteen now? I didn't even think it was compatible no. with fourteen. No, it's six yeah. and higher. Right. Yeah. So the, so it's right. That's it. so basically the whole six line. And we'll just go to the seven. seven. Uh, you know, it happens, and that, I, yeah. I don't even know why that's even a story. I mean, they drop phones here and there. All the time know oh,
0: it, it it's always I, I, got, I got excited What are you talking about iOS 15 come on it's, it's yeah. iOS 14 yeah. just came out so I think that would but, salt too yeah 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 you've got a long way to go yet uh, at least another year or so any thoughts Jeff
2: um yes Warren I can tell you why why people are talking about this now and it's because people love to complain and <laughs> the what? thought that yes. that their Especially iPhone SE first gen isn't going to be able to run iOS 15 is just going to make people flip out. And uh, honestly, I'm surprised that iPhone SE and iPhone 6S were supported in, yeah. in iOS 14. I, yeah, I assumed true. the cutoff was going to be the iPhone seven. Yeah.
0: It would make total sense. So uh, that's, just, it's always interesting to see, uh, but uh, we well, I guess we'll find out later. So, Mm -hmm. Uh, next story I found here, this was on Apple Insider as well. Cable companies are offering a brandable Apple TV remote as an alternative. Universal Electronics is offering its own version of its easy to use button style remote control for the Apple TV one it hopes to sell cable companies to be included as part of a streaming video package. Um, Apple TV has, has been offered as a bonus for some cable companies for a few years. If I remember correctly, I got a, I got a really cheap one when I signed up for direct TVs, uh, streaming service and then canceled it two months later. Uh, uh, and, uh, this is definitely gonna be interesting to see, uh, that, it, that it's, uh, it's something that we'll be looking to, of course, the remote that I, I talked about it before from Function 101 is a great remote and all, but doesn't have any of the Siri stuff that it includes uh, with this. So it's going to be interesting to see where this goes and if cable, cable providers, you know, ones like uh, Comcast, who I, I subscribe to and Spectrum and many of the other big uh, cable providers would think about jumping into this set-top box uh, deal. Um, Jeff, what do you think on this?
2: My first reaction was, oh, great. So cable companies are still working out ways to make our user experience less enjoyable. Yeah, and exactly. My experience with uh, with third-party uh, remote controls for Apple TV has been mixed. Yeah. And and I found that there's no third-party remote, at least that I have tried, that replicates all the features of the Apple remote, so like I have a Harmony Elite which does crazy yep. stuff. Yep. But my uh, but my Apple TV remote still sits on the couch so that when I decide it's time to to uh, force quit an app or to to uh, reorganize apps and folders, I can do it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Don't uh, any thoughts. No, my my
1: remote collects collects dust. I, I do use um, that's right. I use my phone uh, for Apple TV. Uh, it works great, and uh it's always, it's always near me. Never lost. Um, this is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, the the thing with the cable company is a lot of these cable companies already have like uh, Fire. You now you could talk to a remote too, so you don't you know it has its own voice assistant. And I think Xfinity does too. So they they mm-hmm. are all. But you know, at one point, what are you going to be able to pretty much tell the remote? Um, whether it's Google or Amazon yeah. or whatever to do something and hopefully that's you know i guess that's what they're calling for at
0: this point yep yep absolutely uh next story also an apple insider this was um the this is actually the uh from iFixit iFixit did the teardown and they actually did it in live I was I actually watched, I I couldn't watch ins- watch the whole thing cuz it was like over an hour <laughs> just going through it but uh, they did do a teardown of the iPhone 12 Pro Max which both Warren and I have oh, I forgot you have it you have the i have the uh, 12 Pro
2: right Jeff I'm getting the 12 Pro I just haven't yet so Oh, uh, oh okay you so I yet. still okay. have my 10 gotcha at uh, least for and, now
0: and uh so they did did the this was talked about the latest teardown of the 12 pro max had revealed just how the camera system is is uh to to the one that that's different from the 12 pro it's physically larger sensor which we knew um osi mechanism resulting in a much bigger camera module package um so after they did their teardowns um they found that that module this this article has a picture of the camera lifted up here uh that uh, you know that it is about 47%, 47% larger uh, than the Pro, which makes total sense. Other thing that was different is on this as well as the battery. It's like it's like kind of an L shaped battery and it's got a lot more watt hours. It's 14.13 watt hours versus 10.78 in the 12 and 12 Pro and 8.7 in the mini. Um, so, but, but, you know, they need to have some space in there. It's a big phone. So they got, uh, they got the space for the, the battery and they got space uh, for the camera. It was interesting to see how the teardown went. And uh, uh, I don't know if you guys, the Jeff, I do if you had a chance to look at that at all. But uh, it was interesting.
2: Now, I've read their teardown. I didn't watch the video. And uh, honestly, the biggest surprise to me was they had to put a space filler inside the phone. Yeah. There, there is an, there's an empty space where there's no battery. There's no, uh, there's no, no, other components, and they didn't want to just leave this cavity in there, so they put a spacer inside.
0: Yeah. Strange. Strange. The I know the uh, the TAPIC engine module is much bigger than the other two. They 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 did that. They put them next to each other. Compare that. So. Uh, repairability was at six out of ten, uh, which yeah, it's actually not bad if you think about it. But
2: That's of course, surprising it's the, for an iPhone,
0: for an iPhone, of course, the goo everywhere, and and you know the pulling the pulling the, the little t- the goo tabs out to get the battery out. They showed that. So, more do you have any thoughts? Kids, don't try to sell home.
1: I guess it's my phone. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: probably would say the same thing. I wouldn't, I'm watching this cringing. I have a $1,400 iPhone 12 pro max. I would not do that in a million
1: I, years. I opened up a couple phones and never again,
0: uh, tried to it, you know, tried to fix them. And them
1: uh, yeah, are too it, big. It's,
0: it's, it's something to avoid at all costs. It's just interesting to watch. So, So, uh, yeah, next article here, uh, this was actually in the Mac observer, uh, Apple released a update to 14.2.1, uh, that is specifically for the iPhone 12, uh, for fixing some specific bugs. And there was some issues with the, the MMS messages that weren't being received. And my wife actually complained that she wasn't, uh, I wasn't getting her text messages. So that definitely was a problem. Um, and then, uh, we also had, uh, the hearing devices uh, with hearing aids were having trouble, as well as the touchscreen on the Mini Twelve. Uh, the Twelve Mini was not responsive. You guys, any thoughts on this? Uh, Jack,
2: I was disappointed that this was only an iPhone Twelve series update because the the missing MMS problem I'm experiencing on an iPhone Ten. Really? Yes. Hmm. Uh, although the the fix for uh, uh, hearing aids I'm really glad that that was in there I don't have hearing aids myself but I know people who do and they use them with their iPhone and the the audio problem it's it's worse than it it was just an audio problem it was like screeching and static and uh, and it could make using your hearing aids with your iPhone uh, basically impossible.
0: Yeah. So any thoughts on, on this one? Um, I don't know if my, I think my wife
1: actually just updated. She missed, she missed that update. Uh, but she updated yesterday, which I think was after that release. So hopefully, uh, I didn't miss any text from her. That's
2: (laughs) Uh, probably know by now. Um,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. I have the 12. She has, no, she has on the 12. She has, uh, my son has a 12. Uh, she still has her, uh, 11, uh, 10 to 10 S
0: she has 10 S. Got it. So uh, yeah, well, make sure you update, uh, I'll these all those of you that have the 12 it's just, it's a, it's a bug update. It's not going to be any big deal. So take care of I that. It's a super
2: fast um, update to install also.
0: Yeah. It's like, it's very small. It shouldn't take more than a couple minutes. So, um, and um, next story, this was also Mac Observer, uh, at Apple Fitness Plus. Could be arriving with for iOS 14.3 and watch 7.2 is a question. Apple said that the fitness plus service was going to arrive at the end of the year, but uh, Mac rumors reports that uh, 14.3 and watch 7.2 betas, uh, which are were released. We're going to talk about it in a minute here on Wednesday. Uh, Nikkei, the service could arrive alongside those updates. Um, so yeah, it's interesting to see why fitness plus is taking so long. Uh, Jeff, what do you think? Why this is uh, that Apple's so slow with this? Maybe just getting the services in place or?
2: I, I think that they announced the service prematurely.
0: Yeah, I think they did too, because there was there wasn't ready.
2: Yeah, it wasn't ready. They they're pushing to have everything ready by the end of the year. And uh, my guess is that we'll get that that update um, in December sometime. And so they'll they'll hit their deadline, but they weren't close enough to being ready when they announced the service. To, yep. to be able to comfortably get it out when they want to. I think they're rushing.
0: Yeah. What, any thoughts, Torin?
1: No, but I did see the, uh, when my watch did the update to the beta, I did get the, when you first, after you first update it, the first thing that shows you is something about fitness. Uh, so that graphic you see, so
0: something's coming. Yeah, it seems like it, so... And then, uh, last story here, this was in Apple world, uh, Apple world today, um, sensory tower, top five widget apps for iOS 14 installed on 15% of us iPhones. Uh, when Apple iOS 14 launched a couple months ago, two months for the, to be exact, they introduced home screen widgets and iPhone iPad for the first time, according to the sensory tower, uh, survey, um intelligence data and modeling the, the top four or five widget apps are shown here uh, on here and what 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 are the five most which are, of course widget smith color widgets Photog- photo widgets the widget everything <laughs> so far uh it says that it's but yeah a lot of widgets out there 1.7 million installs globally and in the five apps have collectively reached an estimated 45 million installs to date um I've not really got into widgets so much, but it's just insane. Some of these young, yeah, you know, your whippersnapper young kids out there, mm-hmm. love, love, love customizing their phones to beyond belief. I've watched a lot of these video, YouTube videos; these kids are like, "Holy cow!" I, I I don't even recognize it's an iPhone. Uh, uh, Jeff, have you dabbled in? The, I know you've talked about widgets a little bit. Have you
2: dabbled in anything with those? You know, I've been playing around with widgets, and I, I. I haven't hit my stride with them yet, so my screens on my on my iPhone are just straight up a mess right now because I, I've just dedicated screens to experimenting with uh, with widgets to try and figure out what's going to to really do what I want. So, uh, yep. yeah, part of that fifteen percent that has Widgetsmith installed—that's me. Um, <laughs> and there you go. Yeah, but um. um I, I don't get it. Usually I'm just like really catching on to new technologies like this one, Apple introduces them and then, and then just really diving deep in. And with widgets, it's, it's still kind of a novelty for me. And my guess is one of these days, it's just going to really click which widgets I need and, and how to arrange them. And then, um, and then it'll just take off.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Have you dabbled in any widgets at all, uh, Warren?
1: Yeah. Uh, we, we spoke, I think last week, but I had a failed update. It's uh, not a failed. I failed restore of my phone a couple of weeks ago. And um, yep. I uh, kind of nuked and paved and started over. And with iOS, it's crazy to do that because, you know, moving icons around is stupid. Um, yep. But So I decided to do what they showed at the the keynote and basically have one or two pages of stuff and then use the app library, which is what I've been doing. Um, So with that, I decided I was going to make like one page like apps that I use a lot and the other page widgets, which seems to be working for me just to, you know, do some quick things. So, yeah, like the Google widget is good. I'm looking at my phone now. Um, yeah you know, I have a Google widget I have a um, a weather widget and I have a, a scrolling one with uh, things I like to do and um, once you get
0: used to it it's it's great all right. Um, and that's the news for this week. Let's go into the topics. Always our topic for each week is beta. Uh, iOS 14.3 and iPad OS 14.3 beta 2 is, is uh, what came out uh, last week. And this, this update included a few minor features, new features. Uh, the, the, notably is the waiting for the Pro Raw support for iPhone 12 Pro and Pro Max cameras. Um, I'm assuming you, uh, you did install that on your, uh, your 12 Pro Max, and have you looked at the, the RAW support at all, Warren? Yeah,
1: I took, I took a picture with it, and I couldn't see a difference in any other picture. It, it looked the same. You shouldn't so. see
2: a difference in any of the pictures. when no. You're just taking them on your iPhone like that. Okay. Where you'll see the difference is when they leave your iPhone and you open them in an app like Photoshop – that uh, or that can uh, work with raw images or uh, Affinity Photo, uh, assuming they mm-hmm. have the profiles for Apple's Pro Raw. Then you'll see right. the difference because you have all this other data that's in there that you can work with. Like right. That,
1: so I, I guess normally Apple just strips out uh, on a normal photo; they'll strip out most of that stuff to make it a uh, smaller. I guess.
2: Yeah, well, it's yep. the it's the way they do their compression with the image format. So they're they're not actually stripping anything out. It's just what you're seeing is essentially a JPEG thumbnail that uh, that's generated from the raw data from the image. And for all, all the pro photographers out there, yes, I'm very aware that I just really simplified the whole process. <laughs> so uh, so I, I am acknowledging that right up front.
1: So this is more for photographers. Uh to yeah, nobody for, for nobody users. other than a photographer would would want to do this. Uh I'm guessing.
2: Yeah. Um I think that's an okay general statement. The the average user isn't going to uh to really uh, see a, a true benefit from Pro Raw. For people that are that are professional photographers or are really into their photography and uh, working with your images, they'll really appreciate the Pro-Raw. So the great thing for me is yep. that uh, by the time I do get my iPhone 12 Pro, that that Pro-Raw update will probably be in place, and I'll be able to take advantage of it right away and won't have to do with the frustration of wishing I could.
0: Hmm. <laughs> any, any other things you notice uh, on the, the beta? One. Yeah, the big one um,
1: that everybody—excuse me—everybody <coughs> me, everybody hopes uh, is staying around is um, when you run a series shortcut. Yep. It doesn't open up shortcuts first. It puts a little banner on top of, of it saying that the shortcut's running, and the reason why this is good is because so the kids that are customizing everything are making customized icons using shortcuts. Basically, the shortcut launches an app, and you can give the shortcut a different app uh, icon. Mm-hmm. So now, instead of now, it's pretty much instant. You just see a little banner on top. We've, I've tried it out with my son, and he can't wait for that to happen. Um, and yep. the shortcuts run a little bit faster too because of that. Uh, it's like one less right. step going through it. So um, you know that that if if that stays, that's going to be a good thing.
2: Excellent.
1: I hope it does. Excellent.
0: Yeah, I think it will. I'll start doing um, more automation it with seems, my iPhone. Oh, for yeah. sure, because you don't have to. I mean, as much as we like to be uh, propeller heads, like some some folks we 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 know and love, uh, it's, it's it's easier just to have a shortcut that does its own thing, and not have to dabble in the, deep into the shortcuts world. But uh, yeah, I hope it does change. Um, all right, let's go and uh, move on to to the, the one of the big topics of this week. Uh, we wanted to talk about the HomePod Mini. Um, I did receive my HomePod Mini, and I'm showing it on camera where we're live on video here. I got the space gray one, but I also have a white one too, which I have not unboxed as of yet. Um, and, um, I must say my first impressions of it is, it is pretty gosh darn good sounding. I mean, I, I think for a little guy that's $100, 99 bucks, um, I mean, I do have a home pods, two home pods next to me here. I also have a Sonos move. So I'm at the high end too with, with, with sound, but to have a little home pod like this, a home pod mini that, that could be in another room that doesn't take up a lot of space and not to be terribly expensive. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's worth the value in gold for, for something like that. Uh, by no means that, uh, there's, there's, much other, those other folks out there that are audio files and you know, all I read uh, on Twitter, Dave Hamilton saying that he doesn't, didn't like it so much, but he's a music guy. He really, he really appreciates music more, probably more than many of us do. Um, but, and, and I, I give him, I give him credit for that. And, but, you know, and no, there's no question the HomePod sounds pretty amazing. The, the Sonos move is just, is, is just off the charts amazing. So, uh, but, uh, Jeff, you were having some fun on social media. I was really thoroughly enjoying watching all the posts you were doing from, Showing the wrapper to unboxing it to uh, uh, how it looked and and you went to some pretty good details and then and then you did the, the, the quite interesting thing and you are comparing it against the uh, the Amazon Echo mm-hmm. and and getting some sound quality so uh, go ahead uh, tell us what your uh, what your initial thoughts were of the of the Mini and uh, and the comparisons
2: well my first thought was Apple sent me the wrong product because the box <laughs> seemed way too small and. Yeah. Uh, and and f-
0: hey, I mean, even the, in the box does make. You know, I, I could probably make this out of some holding some stuff now that they, it, it kind of splits in yeah, half.
2: But... Now, now you can set up a desk organizer.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, when I took it out of the package, I'm, I'm still looking at it. And I'm thinking this doesn't look the same size as what Apple showed us in the uh, in in the promo videos that they did at their at their media event. It just it seemed so much smaller to me. And uh, and I also noticed that it smelled awful. Um yeah. the off-gassing. It still
0: smells. Oh. Yeah. It's not as bad as it was and when it first came out of the box, it was it's not as bad as I'm smelling it today. But, yeah. For, yeah, it was pretty bad when it came right out of the yeah, box. Yeah, for the
2: first 24 hours. I, I was questioning if I was just going to send it back to Apple because it just smelled so bad, <laughs> um, and but then it, it yeah it doesn't it doesn't smell so bad now and uh, um, I was surprised by the off-gassing. but I was also surprised by the audio quality. And yeah. yes, Dave oh, yeah. Hamilton, he's not impressed, and he says this isn't a ninety nine dollar speaker. Well, and he's right; it's a seventy nine dollar speaker that that ships with a twenty dollar apple USB-C right charger <laughs> yeah so it's a 79 dollar speaker um and uh and, and yet while dave is not impressed i i was impressed because i i was expecting it to uh to sound really flat and uh and very hollow and while it is missing part of that dynamic range i mean based on the on the the person that did their own uh, version of an iFixit teardown, just like someone in the, in their living room, they opened it up and it's basically a subwoofer and, and that's in a, in a, a circuit board. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm really surprised what they're they're doing with audio with that sort of a setup
0: for a size. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And um, I also found that um, once I had it set up and And uh, used it with my HomePod, not as a a stereo pair because you can't do that, but just as a whole home setup, I was really surprised at how well it blends in with the HomePod. So my HomePod, it's on my desk today, but normally it's in the living room. And then the HomePod mini, also on the desk today, is usually – that's funny. We've only had these things for just a few days. (laughs) So right. Um, (laughs) It's, it's on a little shelf that's back behind me here. And so I'll say, Hey, S lady play uh, Stand gets everywhere. And then my apartment is filled with the music and it doesn't feel weird when I get away from the home pod and closer to the home pod mini. It just, it it just blends together nicely.
0: That is, that is nice. And, um, you uh, you also did did a comparison with uh with the you're, you're you're an Amazon household as well as a a HomePod household, so uh, interested to see how how they how they compared. Uh, I I know for sure the Echo Dot that 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 sucker is yeah.
2: You know I did the <laughs> Echo Dot as part of the comparison because some people asked me to, and okay. uh and, and the results are exactly what you think. It's like th- this Blah. isn't even <laughs> fair to do this comparison. Yeah. Um, can really compare it, but since the the HomePod is ninety nine dollars and the Amazon Echo, the the taller one, you know, the this one, yeah, right, is ninety nine dollars. That seemed like a like a more reasonable comparison because they're in the same price range, and I was surprised at how much better the uh, the HomePod Mini sounded than the Echo, and and the Echo it sounds perfectly fine. Um. It's it's not something that that an audiophile is going to use as their their uh, primary audio source. No, no, not at all. And I and I'm not looking at the HomePod Mini and the and the Echo as you know like high end audiophile equipment. That's that's not what they are. These are smart speakers, and right. they can also stream music, and they they can do it all in one package and sound reasonably good doing it um so well well i think the echoes audio is nice it's nothing spectacular but it's nice the homepod mini does outperform it it does sound better
0: hmm. that's, that's interesting to, to, to know so um and you wanted to do a little like a little demo um why don't we uh do it, uh, we we did this on the on the Mac show the british tech network but uh let's um let's kind of give a comparison you're going to hear it through a mic so sure. it's really going to not going to be true but uh but uh, the comparison between the the echo and the home pod mini and uh i don't know uh, let's do hotel california that's what the soggy picked uh, on friday sure we if we can try, do that try All right, that let me just like a couple seconds of it and do i try that out real I'll quick move
2: the mic so it's positioned yep. better for the we'll start with the echo alexa play hotel california Okay, here's the funny thing. The echo yeah. in the uh, living room, because I also have a Polk soundbar that has. That uh, okay. Big. Alexa Stilton. yep. <laughs>
0: as, as everybody's Alexa's going off, yeah. I shouldn't even say A Lady. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, which I wish I could say A Lady for this, but well, here we go. Okay, I let's know. try this no, again. That's okay. Um, Alexa, play Hotel California.
1: Amazon music is streaming on another
2: device. <laughs> <laughs> to on another that's okay. Can on up to six at Alexa time. stop.
0: Let's uh let's go Alexa ahead and just, we'll just do the let's just do the home pod and Alexa see doesn't how that's like the pressure. Out. Too much pressure. No, she yeah.
2: doesn't. Okay. So we'll start with the home pod.
0: Yeah, we'll just do the home pod. We don't need that. We don't know what to worry about Alexa. We know. It. We don't know. We know she doesn't sound as good.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, let's see which room is each assigned to. That's important. So the right one starts this living room, right? Yes, living room. Okay. Hey Siri, play Hotel California in the living room.
0: Bring a little closer
1: yeah i mean you're not gonna know over
2: it's hard it's really hard to tell yeah but what what i can say is that the the bass is nice and full i can hear the the mids and the trebles and it, it sounds like what yeah. i expect from a home pod hey siri stop
0: okay I think I think that was a sufficient demo. We don't have to go crazy here. But uh, all right, so no, I I I found that it was it was it was interesting when you did it uh, on Friday. Yeah, it was it was interesting to hear uh, the differences uh, over a microphone. So it's obviously mm-hmm. gonna, it's you're not going to get a true uh, uh, listen to it. But uh, grab one, you know, uh, try it out. If it doesn't work, you know, Apple gives a 14 day return policy. Well, now they'll let you return through Christmas. So. It, you know, if you can get one, that I mean they're gonna be harder and harder to get here because of the pricing. And and I said that this they would sell really really like hotcakes here. Um I haven't talked to Warren on this, so Warren, you're not a big home pod person, right? You and uh, you you have a home pod, but no, I have two, this is not a big thing. I uh, have two of you know, the original home pods, and i you know uh, I have speakers all over
1: the house. So I can't justify another one. Um at this point. Sure. it would just be a, to play with it and not to actually use it at this point. So um you know, that maybe down the line I'll get one. Don't know what I'll do with it, but um just you know, Amazon's you know, we have a lot of the Amazon stuff too. And they right. they did you know, update their dot. It looks like a it's now a circle and it sounds better mm-hmm. than the older dots. So they're trying to, you know, make them a little bit better. Um and um yeah, you know, maybe you know they'll start going on sale, uh, and I'll get to that lower price point. Maybe somebody will buy mm-hmm. me one for uh, Christmas.
0: I don't know. We'll find out. If oh, they're going to buy you one on for list? Christmas,
2: they better order it soon. Because yeah, 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 they're back-ordered.
0: Yep, they're hard to get. So, um, any other f- final thoughts, Jeff, on the i on the Home pie Mini? And you
2: definitely say it's a buy. Yeah. I, I'm pleasantly surprised with it. And my expectations for this were set based on the HomePod, which initially, initially I was really excited about the HomePod. Then I became very disappointed and then realized that I needed to accept that it was a specific type of device. And then I've become okay with it. So I probably have Stockholm Syndrome on some level. But uh, to me, the HomePod is uh, a great kitchen timer. That also streams music very nicely. Yeah, that, that, that's a good way to say yeah. it. And so, the HomePod Mini to me was, if I want to take that uh, that experience and just toss it into another room so that I have more sound, that's what the Mini is to me, and it it meets those expectations and it does it at a level that's higher than I was expecting. So I, I'm very pleasantly surprised and pleased with the HomePod Mini.
1: It kind of uses a USB-C connector, so it's could go more places. Um, you could bring it with you, to, you, know, There's more USB-C plug options. In fact, we I think you and I, Jeff, are helping somebody who bought a, a battery pack, USB-C uh, battery pack for it. Right and was yes. going to see if they could get it to work. And I, she did. She said it up. So in theory, if you had something that could charge it, um, you could sort of have it portable. I'm sure Apple didn't intend for that, but I'm sure they knew that people could do it um, and certainly uh, you know, plug it into a USB hub if it has enough uh, juice in it. So it's a little more convenient yeah. in that way.
2: Yeah. it's. Well, I, I'd be surprised if there's a USB hub that it works with because yeah. as far as I know, all USB hubs are 1.5 amps, and the HomePod mini is drawing 2.22 amps.
0: Okay. Yeah, so it's got to be a higher wattage, higher amperage to, yeah. for it to play, because I remember you plugged it in to the computer, and it shows an orange ring saying there's not enough power.
2: Right.
1: Yeah, I was right. trying to think what, it, what happens if it doesn't get enough power. If it, you know, yeah, it just gets...
2: It does this uh, this orange strobe thing. Well, it's not like fast. It's just you know that slow strobe that Apple like does, It's kind of spinning around. Yeah. If,
1: if you put too much juice in it, does it go like you know green like crazy fast? <laughs> yeah,
2: you can actually see the sound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: Plug it into like the uh, the MacBook Pro 16 inch uh, USB uh, charger, the 96 water. <laughs> you then it know, just, yeah, explodes.
2: I I haven't tried <laughs> plugging it into that yet. Um. And uh, it would be curious to see what, or it would be interesting to see what happens because, it you know it's more than twenty watts, but if it's only drawing what it needs, whatever. Right, 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 right. Uh, but the the ninety six or ninety eight watt charger that shipped with my MacBook Pro is also one point five amps.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah, so I've got I've got plug it plugged into my Aki the the plug that's got it's 90 watts and it's working fine
1: okay so somebody's going to come up with something because i even with the echo dots um with the uh, micro usb port the you know the first gen and second gen if you go on amazon there's um you could buy things that people put those dots into like a little case that has a battery in it and Mm -hmm. it it works that way so i guarantee somebody's going to come up with something for you the homepods similar which is going to be like a, a battery base for it make it more portable
2: do a battery base that has two USB-C ports on it, so you can take a stereo pair of HomePod Minis with you anywhere.
0: Yep, yep. So definitely a buy. We 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 highly recommend it, and uh, and we'll have uh, we'll have all the information here on the show notes, as well as a picture I took from uh, uh, from uh, Jeff's uh, Facebook page with his uh, rocket ship and the three uh, and the three devices. So uh, we'll. Uh, and I think it definitely is a, it's a buy. So I highly recommend it. The white it.
1: one is still available. Um, the white one's more available than the gray one. Uh, you can still get it. Yeah. Don't know why, but.
2: A they- hey series stop. <laughs> I must've brushed the top of the home pod.
0: <laughs> yeah. You touch it. It's going to go. So, um, a couple of things I have a review of, uh, um, I also received this past week the the new MagSafe charger. The, the, that's the big ring here. Uh, I'm showing I'm on camera. I'm curious and, to hear uh, about this. Y- yeah, this is uh, this is an interesting little device. It was 39. I think it's 39.99 that Apple's selling it for. It's got a USB C connector to it. So I've got it plugged into that same charger I just mentioned, the Aki. Mm-hmm. And uh, interesting thing, what happens is you just you, you, you hook it to the back of the. Uh, back of the phone, and it, the ring comes up, tells you it's starting the charge. So it's got that special ring telling you that you're using a MagSafe charger. Now I don't have the MagSafe case, so it's not, so it's not holding it solidly because they were, I, they were showing people that were holding it by the wire, and it was had a pretty strong uh, magnet. Um, I have, I'm feeling i feeling I, had the other case, but I returned it because I was just already hearing people with breaking. I'm like, I don't want to deal with this. So which case so is breaking? It does. Um, the actual MagSafe uh case. People were saying that the, the bottom of it was breaking as well mm-hmm. as the MagSafe case doesn't highlight like case that has the, the protection all across the bottom of the phone and it doesn't have
2: yeah, it. Same. It's open. I, I trashed yeah. uh, an iPhone screen once in an Apple case. Yeah. Because it The leather the one does.
0: Uh, if you get the leather, the leather one does yeah. the, 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 clear case does. Yeah. So, um, so it does, it does charge pretty fast. I, I, I had it charging for a while and, and, and it just seems, it seems like it, uh, it does, does work real well. Um, so um i'm i'm um, i'm pretty impressed to see how how it goes uh when it comes to to charging and um so yeah the 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 magsafe seems like it's charging real well and then the other thing too is it will charge the uh the airpods pro so if i put it on top here it's going to charge the uh the the base on there too so i know it's kind of not something you probably are going to do that often but uh for forty bucks, I don't know. It might not be something that you're really being interested in. I'm I'm going to keep it. I think it's a nice and additional way of charging uh, the iPhone as well as having for any other wireless charging. Well, the
2: fact that it can do your iPhone and an AirPods case to yeah. me that that adds some value to it because, on, well, up until this point, I've been thinking, all right, well, that's that's forty dollars, but uh, you know, like. I have a $12 Anchor uh, Qi charger yep. that works flawlessly. So why should I, when I when I get around to getting my iPhone 12, why should I look at this MagSafe charger considering where I would be charging? I mean, I, I have a constant gravity, so I don't need to worry about the iPhone floating off of the Qi charger. But being able to use absolutely. it to charge uh, an iPhone or an AirPods case as well, okay, that that adds some value to it.
1: Absolutely. So, absolutely. My my take on that real fast is, um, yeah. Please. The um, the only use I could see of it is if it's strong enough to hold the phone up uh, with the case on it. Because I could see um, car mounting being a good thing. That's something I'd be interested in. Like a kind of a flat surface just sticks right to it. Um And then, then I'm thinking like at night when you use your phone in, in bed, you can leave it connected while you're using it and still charging it. But then I think, but you could do that with a cable too. So, um yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't see really the need for it right now, but down yeah, the line, it does work. Yeah.
0: it's I, the case doesn't allow it to because I'm holding it right now on camera here. So without the case, it is strong enough. To yeah, it, yeah. It's just the case. Like, so you have to have the, the MagSafe case in order for it to, to stick to it. Uh, yeah, for it to stick to it stronger. So
1: if they could incorporate that into, uh, I think Belkin has one now now uh, that goes on the vent. Unfortunately, my Tesla doesn't have vents, so I can't use it. So I'm waiting for something a little bit better. Um, but right. that 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 would be cool, just to be able to stick it up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, no, nope, definitely, definitely agree with that. Um, another item I, I picked up this last week is uh, actually I found this a really cool little portable uh, SSD drive. It's a one terabyte. It's uh, made by uh, Samsung, and uh, I have it on camera here. This is a little guy here. It's an SSD. It's called the Model T5. Link's in the show notes. Um, the speed on this is pretty incredible, 540 megabytes. It's not going to be at the high end of some of those Thunderbolt ones, but... Uh, for for a little guy like this, and being able to hook it to your iPad and be able to you know work with the files on it, I, I think is uh, pretty impressive. Um, it it comes with both a USB C and a USB A uh, cable in the box, and uh, easy to format. Uh, just format it on your on your Mac, and forward, I, I I formatted uh, APFS, so it's. Uh, uh, so it's it's uh, compatible. So I plugged it into the iPad, worked flawlessly. and Copy files over to it, and uh, another another neat little. And it's tiny. I mean, it's things probably. Uh, yeah, it, it is really small uh, uh, in sizing. So, um, and uh, I was pretty impressed with it. Did, did Warren, did you use any? Uh, have you been using any uh, the, the South state drives on the iPad at all? Not on the iPad, uh, on my Mac, I have
1: been. I have. Um... Well, of course. Yeah. So I have. Uh... Couple of them, a uh, couple of uh, the uh, enclosures for the uh, solid state drive. Uh, the what are they called? The S two, the M two, the M one. I forget what they're called. The the long drive thing. Um, and then um, I think I have a WD solid state one like that. So yeah, they're they're good. i never really needed one on my iPad yet, but you never know.
0: Yep, absolutely. Any any thoughts, Jeff? Uh,
2: how much did that cost?
0: Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot the, that. That's kind of important to mention. It's 129.99. Okay, so okay for, for for its size, it's a little smaller. And, and um, I mean, comparative those to the Sandisk drives, I've got. You know, I'm showing this on camera. These are the Sandisk ones that I that yeah. people have been buying. These are really nice this, too. This is these are right around the yeah. same price, but they're slower.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. The the Sandisk, I I've used that with with uh, my iPad pro yep. and the, the performance has been fine. Um, right. But uh, having faster performance would be nice. So uh, I'll, I'll have to keep this in mind. So I actually do video Absolutely. editing on my iPad pro in Luma fusion. Ah,
0: this, this could, could come in handy. So, all right. Uh, so those are a couple of picks I I, 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 come up with, uh, that kind of go alongside, uh, this, this past week was real, uh, episode was released. Uh, I know Jeff, you'll be on the show probably soon if you hadn't been already on uh, Mac Voices with Chuck Joyner. Uh, we were, we had the very first gift guide, uh, show for 2020. It was uh, myself and uh, Kelly Gamont and Brett Terps all been on the show before and, uh, two episodes. So I, I, they broke it down into two, two segments. Uh, and, uh, I, I have my picks on there and, surprisingly enough all the picks are on there are items that i've talked about on the show before so you have a uh, function runner run the apple tv remote the a home pod mini uh the auki uh 90 watt charger that i just mentioned uh, that i've been using this 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 charger is phenomenal and then the uh, tivo stream 4 was another device I, I i uh i picked so take a look at those uh episodes they're they're a lot of fun and a lot of fun to watch they had some great uh, picks as well so uh definitely something to to take a look at here so um, with that, let's, uh, see where we're at here. Um, I'm going to actually talk about two app picks that I, um, had this past week. Uh, the first one is actually, uh, an, uh, an app that allows you to be able to, uh, bring in your, uh, your, your, live uh, photos that come in and actually, uh, put them together. It's called uh, photo to video to photo. Uh, you can extract, you can extract still pictures into a movie. And, uh, what it allows you to do is it actually, it's an HD, uh, app. So it allows you to export one or more of high quality photos from your videos and live photos in a quick, fun and easy way. And why would you want to do that? Cause a lot of times you, you may want to extract some, some photos, Uh, from a video. I mean, if you take a long video, you want, there might be a a specific spot of the video. You want to make it into a photo. Well, the app allows you to be able to do it really quickly and really easily, and you can create it and extract it. You can crop it and then you can export it uh, into the photos app or any other, and the files app or, or any other apps can be opened uh, that that can do editing. Um, it's a, it's a pretty impressive app and and it'll, uh, it it does extract up to nineteen twenty by ten eighty video, and you'll you'll be able to, to produce those size of images. So um, it's got real high, real high reviews, up to almost four point nine on on the reviews. Not expensive, only two dollars ninety nine cents. Wow. Um, so uh, really uh, really a pretty impressive uh, uh, app. I, I've I've been playing around for for a little bit this past week, and uh, wanted to share it as one of my app picks for this week. Um, and then the second one is actually a, uh, an app called Filmbox, and this is made by a company called PhotoMine. And what this is, is it allows you to be able to scan film negatives in high quality just by putting it up to your phone, and, and and you use their website. They have a web page that you go to. That's got the like the white box, and uh, you just that's a backlit source on your computer. They 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 provide you the link uh, to to use that as backlit source. You hold the film strip in place vertically in front of the light, and then you uh, open up the app. You hold the uh, you hold the button down for three seconds. It scans the negative photo and and uh, brings it in and automatically uh, auto crops and it enhances and brings it in. I was it's really that's really pretty cool. impressive really impressive. Yeah. So I, I, started playing around with it for a little bit. Um, and, uh, to today actually. And, uh, it takes a little getting adjusting. You gotta, you gotta put the negative negative in just in the, the right position and don't be real close to the screen, you know, with the white background. Um, and, uh, it, it does take a little, a little bit to, uh, to, to do that. So, um, it, it is, it is free with, uh, uh, in-app purchase. Uh, you, you're only going to have a limited, uh, photos that you can take. Uh, and, uh, actually, oh, I, I see this too. This, this is actually available in the Mac app store too. So this must be, uh, I didn't even see that. So, uh, uh, oh. I'd be interested to see maybe that'll open in the, uh, on an M1 uh, Mac too. I'd have to see, see what that does. Um, I don't know how you would do it without a camera, but, <laughs> uh, and uh, the in-app purchase is, I think it's, you could do 599 for a month or you can do 1999 for two years and you get unlimited negative scanning, uh, unlimited photo saving and unlimited photo sharing. Uh, and it's an up, that's an upfront payment as opposed to uh, having to pay it up all at once. So I thought that was a pretty cool, pretty cool app what do you
2: think? That's uh, very cool.
0: Yeah. So it's, it, it is free to try. So you can check it out and see if it meets something. I, I actually pulled out all, my, my, I remembered, oh, I, you know, I've got this old folder of all my, my, all my, uh, all my negatives. Um, i <laughs> show to show you, to you guys on camera. Here, here's my old portfolio of negatives with the sheets here. Uh, I'm looking at the year on this stuff. 1982, 1983, <laughs> early eighties, all my negatives. Uh, so those I don't know if I'd be, be going through all awesome those
2: some photos.
0: Oh yeah. Some fun stuff. I, I should go back and look through it. It's been a long time since i looked through it. I was, I was quite the avid photographer when I was in high school. So, I mean, I would, I was in the, in the, the dark room. I, I would develop film by myself and myself, you know, trying to get the, the the film on the reels and put, you know, doing the whole uh, development stuff. And, uh, so I've been through all that. That's the old, old, the old time stuff. You don't, obviously don't do that anymore. But you know, a lot of us have like a box full of, of negatives that you might have. seen some photos in there. You might want to get a, a picture of from from many years ago. So this app will definitely help you out. And, and like I said, it's got a lot of. It's got a, it does have a, a fair amount of good reviews, and not not everybody likes it. Uh, you got some. <clears throat> um they complain that the is focusing you you, you got to get used to it that's for sure so as far as that well, goes
2: i would assume if you're comparing this to a de- dedicated negative and slide scanner that uh you you would uh say wow this is kind of a crappy app or this doesn't compare yeah. to to what i wanted no. but i mean at the same price or at the same time what would you say $5 for a month or $20 for 2 years
0: Right. yeah, That's not bad. 20 bucks, you get two years.
2: That's, that's a lot cheaper than, uh, than a negative scanner.
0: Yeah, buying a couple hundred dollars for a negative scanner. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right. Those are the two apps. And then um, with our little bit of time remaining here, I wanted to uh, actually uh, give a couple tips and uh, a couple of these hidden tips some people don't know about. Um, and uh, one of the first tips is um, actually going into... Uh, the uh, up into the control center, and you want to be able to go in and access Wi-Fi and Bluetooth very easily. Uh, Where well, you never used to do that before. You remember how you'd always have to jump around to get to it to look at it, or you got to bring it down, look at it. So what you can do is you actually can uh, tap, bring down the uh, bring down the control center, and tap and hold the Wi-Fi button. That brings up the um, that brings up the Wi-Fi menu. Now, if you tap and hold the specific Wi-Fi that you're on currently, you you tap that what it'll do is it'll bring the wifi menu and show you all the other available wifi access points there in the around you and you can easily get and join them. So it was two taps being able to get to that. Um, the other one is the Bluetooth icon on the, on the top left on um, on the control center tap and hold that uh, and then go into where Bluetooth is. And then you uh, switch over and now you're able to uh, show all the Bluetooth devices very easily right from control panel. And uh, we'll, we'll, I'll have some uh, Photos in the, in the show notes here to show you that and actually a link uh, as well um that's one of them and um other thing you could do is i don't know if anybody knew this is uh in uh, face id uh you're ab- actually a- able to add a second person's face to face id and why would you want to do that probably like i said maybe your wife you want them to be able to get to the um uh, get to your phone you know when they when they, to access it Wink. so you can go actually go in and And yeah, wink, wink, and yeah, wink, wink. Your wife too. Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, I don't need to know your password, Uh, uh, honey. It's fine. Uh, Let me just look it up. Look up at it. Uh, So, not a bad idea to to do that. And um, uh, it's uh, it definitely interesting to see. Uh, 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 to to be able to do that and make it easier, but uh, you know, I, I said, honey, here's my here's my pin. You can just put that in instead. <laughs> so, but it does give you an option. Um, so, uh, yeah. not not bad at all. Not bad it's at quite all. Quite
1: the list. So, uh, that you posted there. So,
0: yeah, we're not going to go through all these, so, but the uh, one, I just picked a couple. The here. One I like is uh, the one with the calculator. Yeah, go ahead. want you, well, no, yeah, it, go ahead and go into. Go ahead. Yeah, just, um, just give you know, that. It was more just an
1: observation, the one with the calculator, where you swipe uh, to the left to, to erase the last digit. Um, right. I don't like, three or four or five or six months ago, like, the internet exploded with that. It's like, you, I bet, you you know, new feature, and just, nobody knew this a secret. It was it, it like, we were like, well, it's kind of been out for, like, 10 years or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, a lot of you know, just goes to show you a, a lot of we think we know we know this stuff, but a lot of people just don't play with it, they don't know what to you know, even try.
2: So, yeah, this is the discoverability problem that Apple has with features. Yep, uh, yeah, one, yep, one of my don't... favorites to tell people about which has been a thing for a long time. In accessibility, mm-hmm. you can go in and turn on the little visual indicator for whether a, uh, a setting switch is on or off, you know, adds a little zero for off, off and a little one for, for on in those uh, setting sliders. Mm-hmm. I tell everyone, go turn that on because there are a lot of apps that have settings where those sliders, it's just not clear if you've turned something on right. or off. But right. if you have that little zero or one that shows up in there as well, it's it's very obvious what you've just done. And people and, see that and they're like, did Apple just add that? No, <laughs> that's been there for a really long time. But discoverability. Yeah. They're, they're like There's like just the, the th- first
1: tip, like they said, like holding down the, you know, I started using that too, but nobody would know how to do that. Like there's nothing that, in your brain that will tell you if you didn't know, you wouldn't know. So exactly. That's
2: right. a problem. And now there's a lot more people that know because, uh, because you guys are awesome.
0: There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So there's a couple tips. We're going uh, to, we're going to share some others in the, in the next episodes here. Uh, programming note, this is, this is actually going to air just before Thanksgiving. So we're going to take off the week of Thanksgiving and it will be back, uh, the following week. So we just want to make sure that you, everybody in the United States has a wonderful and safe Thanksgiving. Stay safe, stay, stay home. Uh, you know, all with the COVID-19 stuff going on right now, you want to be uh, real careful and, uh, to, be, uh, 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 stay home and uh, be safe. That's all I could say. So, uh, with that, you guys have anything else before we wrap things up here? Jeff, where's the, uh, where's that setting and accessibility? Um,
2: hold on. Let me go look and I will tell you. Um, settings. There, uh,
1: I see something that says, um,
2: accessibility. Um, so settings, accessibility, display and text size on off labels.
0: Awesome. Great. All right, we got you another tip right there, bonus tip there. <laughs> um, well, uh, let's uh, let's bring this show to a close uh, as we're at uh, at the top of the hour here, and uh, hope everybody enjoyed it. And uh, let's uh, go ahead and close things out here. Uh, that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback, at com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithiOS. You can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts and many others. Or better yet, just go to our website at InTouchWithiOS.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me
2: on Twitter at DaveG65. Jeff, uh, where can everybody find you? Uh, Twitter and Instagram. I'm Jay Gam at both places. Uh, This week I did Apple Context Machine with Brian Chaffin.
0: I listened. It was a great show. Thank
2: you. And uh, the big show of the Mac show from British Tech Network. I'm there. Um, uh, And uh, yes, my Mac Voices gift guide episode is coming up soon. And... uh, I don't want to give anything away, but I do want to say that people will walk away from that gift guide episode thinking, this is not what I expected.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a little teaser. I'll make sure we, uh, we'll link it back on the next show here so that people watch it. So macvoices.com. That's where you got to go. That'll be coming yep. soon. And I uh, appreciate you being here, uh, Jeff. We always enjoy having you on well, the show.
2: Well, thanks for having me on. I-, I have so much fun with you Yes. Today.
0: Yes, yes. And uh, Warren, what's been going on with Mac to the Future? Oh, a lot of
2: excitement. I
0: mean, new
1: new phones, new computers. Obviously, everybody's talking about the ARM's, uh, the uh, M1 computers, And, um, you know, a lot of people are excited about it. And, you know, Apple really uh, proved a lot of people wrong. Uh, A lot of people were doubting it. And uh, now everybody's like, how much? The the big topic is, how much could I get from this insert? Uh, MacBook here how much how much do you think I could get for my 2015 Mac <laughs> so
0: yes yeah, uh, I know a lot of, a lot of people doing that the same thing with their iPhone their Mac yep. minis they're, they're all, all all of them on a traded it in and they get that such expensive uh, month for us but um, mm-hmm, for all yeah. of us yes yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, and uh, well you can find them my Mac to the future link will be in the show notes uh, come check us out come join the Facebook group it's a lot of fun And uh, again, I wish everybody a happy and healthy Thanksgiving. Please be safe. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon.